Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast titled We Talk To with your hosts Namkolo Mwangala and Tracy Gatawa. This podcast gives you a local feel and updates of what's happening around us. We discuss the economy, the creative industry, local and international developments and some of our personal stories. It's really a chat amongst friends, so sit back and enjoy this journey with us. friends and welcome once again. We are so excited to talk about marketing in the new normal. Indeed, the COVID-19 pandemic has made all of us change how we conduct ourselves on an individual and business level. The marketing and eventing professionals have also had to re-strategize and adapt to new ways of doing things. So we invited a seasoned marketing professional to give us his take on this issue, Mr. Kenneth Sinkamba. Kenneth is the current president of the Zambia Institute of Marketing and head of trade in Distel International. He has worked at organizations such as Zambia Breweries, Airtel, Zambia Daily Mail, and Zamtel, to mention just a few. Kenneth definitely has a lot of experience in this industry, and we are honored to have him with us today. Welcome, Kenneth. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So to get things started, kindly share what made you choose this industry? How did you get started? Well, um, I think the key decision factor was the fact that marketing is a very versatile field. So when I was thinking of what to do after my high school, I was looking around and when I looked at marketing, I realized there are a number of things that um, I could venture into. And over the years, I've enjoyed the different facets of marketing. And um, I think also a very subtle point is that um, I thought it would be the best way to unravel the introvert in me. (laughs) Oh, I actually don't see you as an introvert. Maybe that's all the marketing uh, experience that you've had in the industry. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've had the privilege of engaging with different publics and um, you have no choice in the matter but to really just practice and practice to yourself in the mirror on how you're going to address the different audiences you have to deal with every now and again and I suppose over the years it looks like a second nature but uh, it takes a lot of grinding behind the scenes and over the years to to get to grips with this. Indeed. And Tracy had introduced you as the current president of Zim. How has it been so far for you as the president? A very interesting uh, chapter in my life, um, having to deal with uh, the requirements of Zim, which I've been a member of from the time I just graduated to date, and also to see now being the apex at the apex of the institution and driving strategy and the thought process and dealing with all the issues that relate to the membership and trying to harness the expectations of over 4,000 people in, um, in, 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 one, in a few sittings is a very interesting challenge. But uh, uh, obviously, I take this with all of pride and honor to have had the privilege to, to be president at this point in time. And we're at a very crucial point where we, we're seeking an amendment to our inaugural act to address a number of things that should be able to make us do our work a lot better in these changing circumstances. Mm-hmm. Wow, it sounds like it's quite a journey. Um, you mentioned versatility um, when you were talking yeah. about um, your professional journey as well. Um, 
How do you think this industry has evolved over time? What, is, what have been some of the marketing trends that emerged in the last decade? And how has that affected the marketing and advertising space locally and globally? It's, it's, it's phenomenal what has happened over the years. Um, I, I started my career at the advent of the liberalization of the Zambian economy. So a lot of things, I saw a lot of things live changing right in my eyes and like that. But what has happened now is so phenomenal that it's amazing. Key to this whole thing is the increased awareness and choices for the consumer. The consumer now is more aware than they've ever been before. Why? Because there's an advent in technological space uh, where back in the day, the consumer relied on the radio and the TV. Today, they have the phone in their hands and they're being bombarded by all manner of communication aspects. So the, the awareness and choices have also increased. Uh, to that effect, also the traditional way of doing things have seen changed. The competition, what was seen as probably non-competitive spaces are hugely competitive. The, the, the advancement of the ICT, the internet of things and stuff like that has really just changed the whole bogan. So clearly uh, one has to be very, very, very astute and very, very, very close to their consumer to have an understanding of the consumer's very fickle positioning in terms of what works for them in terms of products and services. So it's very, very important that uh, with all these changes that are happening, those of us are in the field of marketing and particularly on the communication space, have to clearly know the thin lines that are existing in terms of consumer choices and consumer needs and consumer aspirations to be able to craft messages and apt messages that are going to address the consumer's uh, needs um, in, in the most needy and wanting of times. Yeah, so that means not just being a vendor to your customers, but also offer solutions to them, solutions that actually speak to their pain points or generally just improve existing products and services. Well, in short, um, I guess, we just have to be customer centric now more than ever. Exactly. We, we, we can't afford the laxity of making the assumption of aggregated positioning. You really have to dig deep into all the consumer spectrums and get to understand where the decisions and what the actual pain points are and who is actually driving the decision regarding the addressing or the views on the particular pain points in the customer's life cycle. So it's, it's very, very, very critical that information gathering at the core of the consumer's expectations is what is the premise for decision-making and product offering. Indeed, and the pandemic has undeniably caused both an economic and social shock, and we have been compelled to adapt to this new way of doing things in this new normal. So in as much as we had to change, one thing remains the same. Companies still need to market and advertise themselves. So in your opinion, what are some of the things that marketers need to be cognizant of in this new normal? What remains the same? What has changed? And what has to be changed? The, 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 needs, the need to feed still remains irrespective of all the advancement in technology. The need for clothing still remains. The need for recognition still remains. So the fundamental needs still remain, however, it is the way we consume the needs and the way the needs are being 
offered that counts. So the basic principles of what the marketing function is all about still remains to the core. However, we need to reconsider how we deliver these products. Here we are, in normal circumstances, we should be sitting in one room, cameras shooting at me and microphones tucked to my lapels. We're sitting in different places and we're having this conversation. So we're still be able to deliver on this conversation and to a broader audience than we could otherwise have done probably a decade or two ago. So, so the principles are being applied in a lot more um, advanced, a lot more robust, a lot more depth uh, than, than has always been done in the past. And uh, obviously, <clears throat> in all this consideration uh, of the consumer's awareness to the new realities and the various alternatives available, one has to rethink. Is it just about the price point for now or I'm in it for the long haul? And if I'm in it for the long haul, to at what price point do I get to make the consumer or the customer happy to go the long mile with me? So pricing considerations are very important. We still have to obviously deliver and develop and rely on all the developed uh, technological conventions that have come through. But like I mentioned earlier, uh, food must be eaten. Okay, mm -hmm. you can't eat food virtually, you must have it physical. You may not go to the market physically, it may be delivered to your home. So those are the different options that are there. But ultimately you must consume your simmer and as we've always consumed. So we need to start understanding from a service point of view. I was just seeing an advert today uh, pop up on my phone from a bank telling me that did I know that I could insure my property from the comfort of my home? And this is a bank, it's not even an insurance company, it's a bank. So why is the bank talking insurance when predominantly its core business is banking? Because the realities of what is the borderline between this offering and the next offering has become very thin and collaborations have become the order of the day. Because when I insure through the bank, the insurance company will liaise with the bank and there will be benefits that will accrue to me from the banking perspective and from the insurance perspective. So we really have to understand how are these collaborations working? Who is your enemy and who is the person you can work with to go further? So there's lots of intricate considerations and mixes that need to be uh, adopted and, and employed to, to really stay abreast with the realities as they start. Yeah, and if you acknowledge that there is change and you adjust yourself and align yourself to that, you are more likely to be successful in these uncertain times. Oh, well, um, yeah, so how, how can marketers navigate uncertainty in the ever-changing environment? Uh, what can be done to keep the brand promise and consistency while trying to adapt? Uh, the, key, the key thing is, like I, I mentioned earlier, the consumer needs are not static. What I enjoyed perhaps 10 years back, I'll probably still enjoy it today, but not to the level of utility that I did at that time. So the offering or the company offering that particular product or service has to understand how I have evolved as a consumer and how relevant their product or service is to me. So the aspect of flexibility is extremely important. You cannot do things traditionally as it used to be. You have to be very flexible. You need to understand that the times are changing very, very rapidly. And therefore you equally must be extremely flexible and nimble to ensure that you are at the cutting edge of the change and therefore relevant 
for the consumer to take you in the longer term. Speed of adaptation to the changing environment cannot be overemphasized. We need to be very clear in our continuity plans because the realities for now may not necessarily be the realities for the next six months or for the year or for the two years or three years or whatever horizon we want to look at. And we need to have a clear understanding of what is driving these changes for us to be able to be relevant and prepare ourselves adequately to, to be relevant in that environment. So adaptability is very critical. And of course, um, we need to be extremely smart with our use of resources. I mentioned the issue of collaborations. The going it alone is not a big thing. You need to find good, resourceful, and also um, strategically aligned institutions or brands that you can partner with to deliver your long-term overall goal. So you need to be very flexible, very nimble, very adaptive, and very, 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 very clear with how we address ourselves with the rapidly changing environment. And certainly the pandemic has seen us uh, adapt to this new normal. And um, we've had to, to also have a bit of foresight and planning into the future. Uh, because I, I think one way or the other, we're not certain where tomorrow would would lead with this pandemic. And as marketers, we had to, to have a bit of foresight, like you mentioned, as well as um, adapt and be flexible, do collaboration, diversify, and ultimately have the final consumer in mind. So while we are still on the topic of adapting to the new normal, because I think that's where a lot has happened. 2020 has taught us how to do things differently. Um, and, and also keeping the consumer at the center of everything that we do as marketers. How can companies personalize their consumer experience while grappling with these changes? I think it's, it's very important for, for, for businesses to stay close to the customers. Only then can the business understand what the real drivers of the changes in the environment are. Because uh, if you stay far away from the consumers, you will have missed the boat. And by the time you, by the time you realize that it's the, the, the ship has sailed, you, you're done in. So it's very important to stay close to, 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 to the customers to understand what their environment entails and what is driving the change in the environment and driving their aspirations. That way you stay close to their expectations and you're going to deliver on the promise because ultimately, we don't deliver what we want to deliver. We deliver products and services as opposed to going to address the pain points and the need points for the, for the consumers. Where possible, obviously, we need to um, keep them engaged, uh, keep them engaged, um, offer uh, carrots all the time. You can always dangle a carrot, but it's got to be a real carrot. And there'll be a specific need and reason why you're offering that carrot. So you need to be very, very specific in your offerings. Uh, and that's why it's important to let your consumers and customers have your ear, okay? When they mm -hmm. give feedback, pay attention to the feedback. Don't just listen to respond. Listen to understand what they're telling you. When you get to understand what they're telling you, you'll be living their life and therefore give the better offerings. So it's very, very important to make sure that all these things are data-driven as opposed to just a hunch. And uh, because of that, the communication needs have to be extremely relevant and to a very large extent, 
empathetic to the realities of the, the different consumers you're dealing with. Great. Um, so what do you think are some of the practical steps that you had to take as an individual and also as a professional to stay sane in all this craziness? I mean, what did we do in 2020 that worked and can be borrowed for use in 2021? From my perspective, there are two fundamentals. Um, one is staying abreast with the current reality. What do I mean? Um, we, 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 we experienced certain milestones in our profession probably earlier on in our training days, and we probably hang on to those spaces. The reality is life moves, life is a continuum. So I always endeavor to, as much as possible, try and stay current with what is obtaining, assessing the environment on an ongoing basis so that at least you, you can comfortably feel relevant to or appreciation of the relevance of the, the current reality. Secondly, I, I, I believe in what is known as uh, being available to the generational spectrum. Now, what do I mean by that? Being relevant to the generational spectrum simply means that before us, there were forebearers. And now to us, to, to, us, to some of the people we are forebearers because we've come before them. And to those coming after us, there'll be forebearers to the people coming before them. But how do you stay relevant in the current situation? One, be ready to be a mentor and a mentee. And a double mentor and a double mentee. What I mean is that it's important to keep linkages to those ahead of you that have probably seen more and probably will appreciate certain things better from a better perspective of, you know, you always done. So it's important to relate to those. And also it's important to be mentored by the younger generation who see things in a totally different light to what you've seen. Their eyes see things differently to what you've seen. So it's also important to have a mentee on the younger spectrum that can keep you abreast with the realities at that emerging point and vice versa. So it's very important, those two Fundamentals have been very, very helpful for me. Well, I love how simply you've, you've put this, Kenneth, um, and also um, the issue of uh, mentorship and, and getting a mentee. Um, it's funny because we, we actually had the same conversation um, recently with Nam and I, we were talking about getting mentors. Um, anyways, um, what, what I got from all this is about relevance, staying relevant and also connecting to your customers. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've talked a lot about some of the things we need to do in this new normal to stay connected and relevant with our customers. But before you go, Kenneth, uh, what would you say is your one top thing that you would say is your one to do? And what is your one do not do in this market? Wow. <laughs> well, I'm not sure it's one or one, but I, I think uh, it's a very interesting point. Uh, there are things that we always must endeavor not to do and things we must always endeavor to do. And I think it's important that uh, we should always, always demonstrate that we are not only interested in making the commercial aspect for ourselves, but we are aware that the consumer has a need and that need must be addressed irrespective of the times in which we are living, okay? So it's important that as, as the economic waves and tides 
keep on changing. We must always be realistic that the consumer will still need to eat, but we also need to be realistic that we deliver it in a viable manner so that we are able to attain sustenance over the long period and also be relevant to the realities of the consumer. What we must not do, or oftentimes, again, speaking to a similar thing, we should not over prevail or we should not show too much indifference in the pricing of commodities. I think we need to be realistic. Um, there will be hard times. We're going through hard times generally in life. But when you price your commodities, particularly that of a consumer nature, you need to realize that there are several competing needs for the wallet. So in determining what your price point is, you need to have a clear understanding of what your consumer spectrum is and how each product segment can be attained by the different levels of customers. But at a point that makes them go home and say, well, I had a good deal. And once they go home with, I had a good deal, it means you are in it for the long haul happy together. Right. Uh, Kenneth, I really want to thank you for joining us today and sharing some great insights with our audience. It's been a pleasure. The pleasure has been all mine. Thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, some of my takeaways for today have been be relevant to the realities of your consumer. I think that's an important one, which was a to-do. And one not to do is do not show indifference in your pricing commodities. Yeah. So friends, don't forget to like and share to follow the conversations. Our healthy reminder for this week is to enjoy the little things. And while you are at it, take your dreams seriously. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. That was another exciting edition of We Talk To Podcast, hosted by Namukolo and Tracy. Brought to you by Wayana Media. Join us next time. Bye.